Ladies and gentlemen, this is Vic Muscat's Evolution Podcast, and this is your main event of the evening with a 60-minute time limit. The main in charge is KPG. No, just kidding. Fuck him. The main in charge is Fuck Vic you. <laughs> Fuck you, too. Of course, we have Mr. Marcus with us. I just have to ask one question before we continue. When you see KPG and I go back and forth on Messenger, what are your thoughts, really? Why the hell am I getting like 35 messages for no damn reason? <laughs> uh, well, KPG started. That's all I can say. No, I love the sound, of, I love the sound of, 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 of getting a ring and Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't have to fucking hear 35 rings. Today <laughs> was talking about our favorite wrestling themes, which was yeah. a good subject to bring up. That's why it's. I said I was all in. Then again, it takes a lot for me not to be interested in an episode these days. Uh, when did when did you guys? We'll start with uh, Mr. Marcus because fuck you, Katie. Fuck you. When, when did you start listening to wrestling entrances music on your free time while watching TV? On my free time, literally, when I started watching, I really remember it was when they were starting to get into the the whole Attitude Era style of music. That's when Jim Johnson really started letting his hair down and started giving us those bangers that he that, he, that he's known for, like uh, the old corporate rock theme song, the original Stone Cold Steve Austin theme song, the Bret Hart. So not this bullshit that we got now from from uh, CFOs, even though they do good music, it repeats like hell. But still, so I would say, wrestlers and WWE the music volume three. That's when I really got into it. What was on that one? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Edge's original theme song was on that. The Rock's theme song was on it. Uh, the Undertaker's song before the ministry that was on it. DX and Xbox was on it as well, weren't wasn't it? I gotta pull it up. Hold on. Hey, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't. Let's see. Volume three. There it is. Seven hundred and seventy thousand people watched NXT last night. So yeah, we had. Edge, Undertaker, Dude Love, uh, The Rock before he joined the corporation, Ken Sherrock, The Generation X, The New Age Outlaws, The OG Stone Cold Steve Austin song, one of the greatest theme songs of all time, Gang Grill's theme song, Val Venus, Sable, and the original Kane theme song. So yeah, those are the original ones on that on that album. That's pretty solid. By by KPG rudely interrupted you. Like that rude ass baby rudely interrupting you. No, he's telling me. He wanted me to give this to you, KPG, personally. So, uh, my life, what can I say? 
Oh, here we go. There we go. Hey, happy now? You want to say hi? Say hi. It's KPG's eyes. <laughs> you look at you look at I was on mute because what I said was disrespectful. <laughs> what was disrespectful? What I said, I was on mute when I said it. <laughs> well, let's introduce that question to KBG then, because uh, uh, when did you get into music, KBG? Or yeah, when did you start listening to the interest music, KBG? <laughs> yeah, mute that shit. That's my, that's my favorite theme song. You on mute, bitch. That's my favorite theme. <laughs> well, I started listening to um theme songs like in junior high. Um, I really loved um CM Punk's theme, and that's probably one of the was annoying. I, I like his OG fucking theme. Um, Doctor Economics, and. Other than that, when I got older, I, was, I, I don't really listen to themes now because I find them like, I don't know, kind of annoying. I mean, some of them are still bangers. And yeah, some of them are still bangers. Like, wait, like Nexus's theme song, that was a banger. Roman's theme song right now is a banger. That's weird. Yeah. Very true. I don't know. I, I'm I'm one of those suckers that like Jericho's theme better. Which one? That's yeah. the question. Yeah, Judas one. Oh yeah, I like Judas. I like how this this man had a song out since 2017. People didn't really know about it until he got to AEW. Of course. You know, the pants how he's there, I guess, promoted or whatnot. And plus, people don't really listen to Chris Jericho, the rock star. They fucking care about Chris Jericho, the wrestler. I guess they're listening to him now. Like that concert he was at, they some fan brought up something about wrestling. And he was like, I'm not here to wrestle. I'm here to perform. Yeah, because it's about the band. It's not about just Y2J. Yeah. Like you know, some people can't differentiate the whole thing of it. It's like, well, it's Chris Jericho. Yeah, it's Chris Jericho, but it's Chris Irvine, too. Chris Irvine, the rocker, right now. Uh, has anyone listening to you, like, looked at you funny, like, like down in the car, listening to a theme song, and people look at you funny, like, what the fuck? Pretty sure they have. Yeah, very, very sure they have. It's like, hey. Depending upon the music you fucking hear nowadays, wrestling music is tame. Oh fuck yeah! Great. It's like okay, you don't want me to listen to Judas? How's this? And I was just turn my bass up to like ten. Listen to wet ass pussy. And you're like, yeah, you see, you like that better. <laughs> white boy listening to wet ass pussy. You happy now? Uh, my question is, where were you last night, Mark, Mr. Marcus, during the Jimmy Love interview? Work. 
Okay. Because what happens when they screw screw every damn thing up? It's like, hey, can you come in for four hours and help us out, please? It's like two trucks. Can you help us? Like, I was on never let me have a damn off day, dude. They don't even pay me like I like pay me like pay me man like management. Then I'll then I'll come. Then I won't come in. Lucky for them, I got a car. I'm I'm almost done paying my car off. So hey, sure, I'll take the overtime. Help you pay our car off faster. Good point. I wish we all had that Goldberg contract where we're only gonna work twice a year and just get paid for the rest of the year. Yeah, but the only guy get paid twice a year, bitch. You see me when you see me. Oh, you know he'll be back at Crown Jewel. <laughs> Probably well, will. Since I'm, since I'm the one who introduced this category to all of us. Here's the, here we go. Top 10, top 10 entrances of all time. Number 10. Number 10. KBG, who you, you guys number 10? Burning my light, Randy Orton. Yeah, I'm gonna make you check it to give you the look like that's your number 10? That's like my number six or five. That's your number 10? Facts. You gonna you gonna have to wait though in my whole top ten. My number ten, I'll actually throw it back quite a bit. My number 10 actually is it's it's unconventional, but it, it, it makes you, it, it sounds perfect for the time. It's actually William Regal's theme song in WCW when he was Lord Steven Regal. It's just such a pompous ass song, but it's still good anyway. I don't know why. It's just, it sticks in the back of my mind sometimes. It's like... I feel like putting one of my hands behind my back and being regal as hell for just all, all the two minutes. See, I would agree with that a lot more than burning the light. Whatever. What about you, Vic? What's your number 10? My number 10 will have to be... That's a good question. I'm going old school. My number 10 would have to be the Quebecers theme song. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good because that's something to that song. It's like you could be doing whatever and you could just like you're just singing along, like da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just funny back then. It was just goofy, it was funny, and I just it was good. I thought it was I like Yeah. Kind of like yeah, it's kind of like what I picked with Regal. It's like it's one of those songs where to you, it's good, and it sticks in the back of your head. And when you start thinking about it, it kind of makes you just want to just hum along to it. And like, what are you doing? Nothing. Nothing. I'm not listening to anything. Number nine. What's your number nine, KPG? It's kind of a goofy one, but well, you're goofy, uh, so fuck you. It's a, it's a light-hearted show, so we'll take this one. Um, it's not kind of goofy, but uh, when Cody Rose wore that mask when he broke his nose, <laughs> the Shattered Dreams one, the the 
the slow down smoking beers. Oh, good job. Yeah. Good job. That's a bad, that's a good one. That's a good one. I remember that gimmick too. That gimmick was funny. Just, every week you see people in the audience with paper bags over their heads, just like really, really. You have know, a valet behind people just passing out paper bags. That's such an insult. That's great. That's funny. Like, here, little kid. You you might be gorgeous, but your mom's ugly. Here. What do you want him to say instead? What Bubble Ray Dilly said during that heat wave event? <laughs> okay. For, at least for Bubba, Bubba was you know, he's honest about it. It's, it's not as worse as Joel Gertner, for the love of Mike. Joel Gertner's the man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just said, it's not as worse as him because, you know, he'll say anything. And everything just cause. That's back in the '90s when everything, no one was like so sensitive. Now everybody's oh, cancel, cancel, cancel him, cancel him, please, please cancel. Yes, cancel, 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 cancel. He's talking about someone. Talk about someone's mom. Cancel him. Cancel him now. Make sure he doesn't get a job anywhere else, even in the Indies. I said something about Big's wife that is going miles and beat my ass and leaving the body back. Because John convinced his wife. I went too far again. <laughs> Look at him. We, we know you want to say something. I just shake my head. I just shake my head. Why am I keeping you around? I can't wait. I can't wait for this. That's the question. What? Why am I keeping you around? That's the question. Because <laughs> I'm fucking funny. I'm fucking. This is, we're the NWO. I'm Hulk Hogan. Y'all are outsiders, okay? I'm I'm Hulk Hogan. Remember that. Y'all two. I don't know who's Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. I gotta I gotta fight over that. But I'm Hulk Hogan for sure. Without me, you motherfuckers will still be somewhere. I don't know. But without <laughs> me, this motherfucker, this this sink the ship will fucking sink. Eh, yeah, you couldn't you you find a replacement as good as me. Wasn't Hogan turn out to be a racist and no one wants to work with him now? Don't do that. That's, that's, that's Don't do that. the point. Okay, I'm okay. I'm your fucking. I'm your big man to your um. Fuck that! He he just said that fucking factor's name. Um, the other thing is factions. The fucking the ministry. Ministry. I was behind it all along. It's me. It's me, Vic. It was me all along. Yeah. I'm the. That's a good way. That's my number nine. The ministry thing. Yeah, that still can hold up today, and if it starts playing. I mean, just the way how they collaborated both things into one, that was pretty cool. My number nine. I'll actually be a little conventional when I say my number. My number nine, shockingly, is actually Stinks Crow's theme song. Because you knew once that song started playing, it was about to go down. Especially that that Starcade match he had with Hogan. Yeah, 
that was one of the probably the most anticipated entrances of all time. Hard to disagree with that. Really hard. Especially especially the creepy little girl who's doing the speech in the background. It's like, yeah, that really is not making it no better. Stop it. Please stop it. You're haunting me in my dreams. Don't worry about the music. That's my brother. He just magically showed up. What's your eight KPG? Bray Wyatt's theme song, Eater of Worlds. Eater of Worlds. Oh, the old one before he became the fiend. Yeah. Yeah. I get a round of applause for that one. I hate to admit this, but that was a good one. That's a good one. Because, like, that theme is. I'll go so far as to say that theme is like purely iconic right now. When you when the 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 guy who originally sings the theme song says, "Yeah, here you can change the name of the song too. Here, I'll sell I'll sell you the theme song, and you can change the name of the song." Oh, Bray Wyatt. I still am not happy that they let Bray Wyatt go. You and everybody else, and I know, I, I'm very sure he's going to AEW. He's going to let them pay. He's going, he's going to make them pay very, very much. Oh, I heard that the deal with AEW is everything but done. And like I, I believe his 90-day contract ends somewhere around Halloween. Yes, it does. Oh, time to get spooky. And, yeah. and Buddy Murphy and uh, Braun appearance. I know Buddy for sure. I don't know about Braun. Sign with Impact. I heard and, Braun. I heard Braun signed. Yeah, so yeah, I heard Braun signed too. But I know they're gonna keep that forbidden door open because we all know Malachi Black is still hunting Buddy Murphy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we don't know how long that's gonna be open for a while. It should be over well. What's your number eight, Dick? Number eight, Stone Cold Austin thing. Good job. Just, now you keep on talking about, you know, once you heard, hear it, you knew it was about to go down. When you heard that broken grass, you knew. It was like, nope. right there, your ears perked up. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, here we go. Every time I hear that broken glass, literally the first thing I think about is the night he came. I think it was a Sunday night heat, and he just came out and stunned everybody just for the fun of it. I remember he went out and stunned the entire the whole alliance. Like I don't know, I might have to send you guys that video. That was just hilarious as hell. Like he stunned everybody. He stunned referees. He threw uh, the ring announcer in the in in, in the ring, and he stunned him. And then he looked around the ring, he's like, oh, look, there's no one else to stun. Okay. Pick up this referee that's just randomly sitting in the ring after I stunned him and stun him again. Okay, why not? My number eight. I'm actually going in something of an opposite direction. My number eight is Adam Cole's theme song from Ring of Honor. There is just there is just something about that theme song that it, it sticks in your head and like I really didn't notice it until I started listening to it. 
And I'm like, that's Adam Cole and Ring of Honor all, all, all along. It, it's a song that makes no sense. It's just like, it was, it was Shock the System before Shock the System ever came into existence. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm talking about like Bullet Club, Adam Cole, Shave Jay Lethal's head, Adam Cole, Super Kick Party, Adam Cole, where he just joined the Young Bucks and they were just kicking everybody. Yeah, hopefully they bring it back in AEW. So far, it looks like it. Oh, well, they need to because they're just based on he has now, it, it, it doesn't have that that pop, that that. Mm. There's always nothing like the original, nothing like the originals, like with Evolution and with the yeah. Horse. There's nothing like the original. The original is the best. That's actually my number seven, Evolution. Round of applause to Lemmy for that one. Triple H got to be the man to, only Triple H can get Motorhead to do three different theme songs for him. That's actually higher on my list when I get to it. It's actually in my top five. Yeah, it's in my top five. It's not in my the only reason it's not in my top five is because like my top five are just those ones where you know for a fact it's there. It should be there. Well, my number seven is uh Rolling Undertaker American Badass theme song. That's my number three. I'll say that later. I'll save it for later. My number seven is R Truth's thing. Yeah, he's had that for a long time. Damn, he's had that for a long time. Ooh. But who, who watches him go to the ring and not say, even in your head, what's up? Yeah, but he's had that thing for a long time, though. Like, God, Jesus, what's it? Don't look at me. Look at Vince. Vince was the This is the man who can change it. No, like, if you remember, he had that theme song in TNA, too. Oh, yeah, he had this thing for me seeing that. The, the, the exact same thing, the exact same word. So he's had the same theme song across two or three different companies for roughly 15, 16 years. Roughly. Might be part of the deal. Might be part of his contract. If it is, I give him credit for it. It's like, hey, let me and bring one. He never changed the words. <laughs> same freestyle. For the past 15 years. Gotta give him credit. Gotta give him credit. Yeah. So what are we up to now? Six? Yeah, six. Yeah. My number six has to be uh look. Abyss's theme song in TNA. Who? Abyss. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Down in the abyss, yeah. It's when you hear something, you know something's going to happen. Yeah. Good choice. I'll give, you, I'll give you that one. I will give you that one. What, Vic? Top 10? God, what's wrong with you? Abyss? What? That's a that's a good theme song. Oh yeah, 
It's a good, good theme song, especially when you're deaf. It's even better. Make it just a fucking hater. I'm just, just speaking the truth. <laughs> See, every time me and Marcus agree on something, your, your ass has to come in and, oh, I don't like that, like a little bitch. <laughs> what's, what's this uh, eject, remove button do next to your name? <laughs> <laughs> remove me if you want to, goddammit. I'm suing. Your, your, my lawyer is going to be at your doorstep tonight. He can sue me. I got nothing. <laughs> Better have something. <laughs> My number seven is the same man's thing. Number six, six me. Yeah. Fucking count. Six, seven, whatever. Same man thing fucking sucks. Never, ever. No, I'm just saying. I'm saying that to troll him. <laughs> I'm saying that to troll him. It fucking sucks. Why does it suck? I mean, it's like like Austin's. Once you hear the beginning of it, you knew. It, it, make, it makes me want to go fucking deaf. You make me want to go deaf, but you know, I don't. I still listen to you. I don't see. Wait, I know you're trolling Vic, but it's like even you got to admit that's a hell. That's a that was an early banger. When you have one of the five greatest entrances of all time, especially at uh. One night stand, two thousand five. You can't deny that, and you can't deny that one. Oh, it's electric. It's electric. When you got a kid, when you got a kid hitting hitting his head with Sandman's Singapore cane, there's there, there's some weird ass people out there. It's known that alcohol does makes you do crazy things. Obviously, with Sandman, there will be a lot of alcohol involved. Probably. Only dude I knew that had like six beers jammed in his pot. I need his pot. I need his pants. He got six beers just jammed in his pants. I'm like, how? I can barely put my car keys and my phone in my left pocket. What the, what the hell? Well, that's. Yeah, let's start stuffing beers in your pants. Maybe you'll find keys faster. I don't know. My number six is actually a. A recent entry. My number six is actually Big E's theme song. Because like right now, it, it it's a callback to him being in the New Day, but it's a call of him being his own person too. And for them, for them to get Wale to do it, that's that's impressive. I think he might be the he might be the first superstar. I can think of at the top of my head who has a Grammy Award winning artist do his theme song in today's WWE. Yeah. Like Wale is like a big fucking business wrestler. Like he's like probably the biggest celebrity wrestler fan right now. Like you have him do your theme song and then he says yes to coming to WrestleMania way beforehand, way before we they even asked him just to do the entry. And then you somehow get a wrestling match in the middle of a concert. That's respect. 
especially after shout out, shout out to uh, Big E for winning that WWE title this week. Especially after that, it's like his song actually might be one of the low key bangers in the, in the company. Do you think they did that to Grace? Do you think it was like throwing together sloppily and it could have been done better? They did it in response to what AEW did for last week. AEW kicked their ass. They had they had to make a power play. They had to. Some people are saying that they did it because of Monday Night Football. Was it because of AEW? No, because they knew Monday Night Football was going to kick their ass anyway. Even I know that. Like, all, all of us know that. Monday Night Football is going to kick their ass no matter what they do. It's a bad time for Monday Night Football to kick your ass. Especially when it's two teams that you know damn well hell ain't gonna get to the ain't gonna get to the Super Bowl. That was a good game though. Great game. Great game. Gotta give him credit for a game. Good game. Played better than Dallas. Oops. Can we please not talk about Dallas? I've already talked about Dallas enough this week. I told people, a lot of people disrespect Dallas. Like, the fact that Dak Prescott really technically kicked Tom Brady's ass in that game, and they just lost from a field goal. It's like... That's what I'm saying. We lost lost a lot of kicker, bro. Everybody said, y'all got beat. I'm like, everybody thought we were going to get blown the fuck out. That's why I'm happy. Because we we stayed right there with the Super Bowl champs. It would it would have been different if it was the fucking Jets or the Jaguars we lost to week one. But it's the Super Bowl champions. I can tell you this right now, and I'll be KPG, I'm gonna say this to you just just to make you happy, because I know this probably will. I know Big will probably shit on it. <laughs> Cause you two have something of a, a rivalry going right now. I love KP. He's my brother from a different mother. He's my Devon to his to my to me, Bubba. Motherfucker, I'm Bubba. <laughs> yeah, you like to be with Bubba, you mean but anyways. If they block that kick, Dallas easily wins the NFC. Easily. Easily. We would have made some fucking field goals if we were the one that got the end game. Because he missed two three-point field goals in the extra point. That's seven points. Yeah, but That's even a fucking like, whole yeah, touchdown. Like even if they block that field goal, if they block that field goal, they they win the NFC. They win the NFC hands down right now. I I I I, I, I can say that to you right now. Even though like the game's been over, I can say that right now. Because they're like, wait, wait, wait. In the first game of the season. They beat the defending Super Bowl champions 29-28. Tom Brady has a, what, a QBR of 89, and Dak has a QBR of 107. Wait, what? Yeah. If Dallas had a better kicker or even a better uh, running back, they were then they were looking good. Talk about your running backs. James White, who fumbled. Who says I was a Patriot fan? I just wore, I, I have a Steelers jersey. I don't, what, what, what's, I am a James White fumble. He coughed, he coughed down the game. He wanted to play football, man. 
I am a football fan. I do not have any allegiance to any team. Well, let's get back into this then. Top five. KBGT, five. Evolution, Evolution, Steve. I almost said Evolution Podcast. <laughs> you almost got free promo, but it's, you didn't. It's the namesake. <laughs> you should have just been on Marcus last night when Jimmy Love was talking about slapping his knee to Susie Q as he's barbecuing steaks. <laughs> that was just like. That was just, I think I probably wouldn't have been able to work if I heard that. I'm like, where are you going? I'm going home. Where are you yep. going home? I, I heard something I don't need to hear, especially right now during during trying to help these guys unload this truck. I'm gone. Uh, that was that was a funny interview. We didn't tell you I was drinking early. What's your number five, Vic? My number five. Have to be. And I'm going to go old school again. I always liked Chris Benoit's WCW. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. That's a very good one. I always liked that. It, I had to think for a second, like, what did that sound like? And I'm like, okay, I remember what that sound like. Yeah, that's a good one. KPG, any any thoughts on that? That's actually, yeah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. I get get props from KPG for my number five. I'm actually getting a thumbs up by him. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's a first. Don't think about it too much. (laughs) I won't, don't worry. You're getting the hard on. Too late. <laughs> my number five. I'm actually going to go back into the day two and say this. My number five is Bret Hart's theme song. It's one of those theme songs. It's too iconic to not be in your top five. Yeah. Yeah. Like even today, it's spiritually uh, spiritually lives on as Natalia's theme song, and I, I'm like. Even though it's her theme song, I'm sorry, sweetheart. You can't you can't take that that original Red the Hitman Hard guitar riff from him. I'm sorry, you can't. You couldn't in the, you couldn't if you tried. Yeah, I agree. Makes me feel like I want to wear sunglasses and just yell at little kids, don't you love me? It worked back then. Too bad for WWE back then. They didn't give him a chance until Hogan left. But yeah, sure, let's go with that. That's true. Because everyone loves Hogan, brother. Even today, everyone loves. Bro- Forget about what he says that he dropped the N word. Forget about that. Forget about all the fucked up. Yeah, he's still brother. It's it's a difference between Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea. Terry Bollea said the N word. Hulk Hogan didn't say the N word. Yeah, but he's still being martyred, though, and you gotta, you gotta admit, he he deserves it. On the New Day podcast, they literally said, just being around him, they feel weird. 
being around him now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just... Just like Chris Benoit. And Chris Benoit, a person, is a piece of shit and he can go to hell. Chris Benoit, a wrestler, top five all time. Top ten. Wrestler. Yeah, but there's... Hall, Hall, of, Hall of Famer. If he didn't do what he did, Hall of Famer, easily. Yeah, but his family put, put a motion in the court system to reopen the case about... Was it head trauma that caused it? Caused him to do that? CT. And if it is, I think it might change the face of wrestling a bit more. I mean, it, my thing with that is it, it, it had to be the head trauma because, like, they examined his brain and they said that he had a the brain of an eighty year old man. And it's like they had the, he had the brain of an eighty year old man with Alzheimer's. So, like, if he never, if if he did do it, because like we don't, like, people still think that you no, know, someone set him up for that. Like, we won't know the entirety of the because the case is still open now of like what what really happened. Like, if he did do it, I'm not even gonna give him 100 percent blame for it because it's like if he has Alzheimer's, he doesn't even know who his wife is, he doesn't know who his kids is. Like, my 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 fiance's grandmother had had Alzheimer's and Lord Almighty that was like a very harsh thing for her to see that you know here you have this woman and she literally starts forgetting everything that she knew including her own family sometimes that's a harsh thing yeah that's very good luckily I never had to deal with somebody with Alzheimer's I honestly believe, and you and KPG can give me shit for this, but mark it down. So what's today? September 15th. September 15th, 456 East Coast time. 356, where you guys are at. I am calling it right now. Vince had something to do with it. I wouldn't be surprised. We I really wouldn't. Because there's because there's evidence about how Benoit's Wikipedia page was turned to his death, like stated when he died, before anyone found Benoit's family. I mean, I wouldn't even blame Vince for doing it. Okay, great that. I wouldn't blame your uh, your mentality for even thinking that because it's like, so let's get this right. One week. Or the day that we all found out it happened, you do a, a, a an episode of Monday Night Raw dedicated specifically to Chris Benoit, and then the next week you're like, "Well, we found out bits and pieces, so you know we're gonna excommunicate Chris Benoit from professional wrestling." Period. And a lot of the Wikipedia pages that had him winning things, like they they didn't even, they didn't even show his name anymore. Just keep in mind, they let go of Bray Wyatt because he was quote unquote depressed because of Brody Lee. Ben Wall was depressed over Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, we've everybody been knew that. That's, I, I, I've been said, like, if WWE let go of Bray Wyatt because he couldn't handle Brody, it's like, 
you have to let go a good majority of the roster because a good majority of the roster couldn't handle Grody not being there. True. Like Eric, Eric Rowan was his best was one of his best friends, and he came just for a one-off in AEW, just to say, just to be there with with the people that love Brody. And I know for a fact that Stu Grayson sent out a, a tweet where he was thank where he was congratulating Big E after he won the title, and he said Brody would be happy, and I know Brody would be happy. Because Brody's son's favorite wrestler is Biggie. Also, they they were friends, weren't they? Yeah. Number four. Before we get to number four, I just want to let you guys know I am making podcast history right now. What podcaster will record while changing his baby's diaper? <laughs> No one. You don't see Rogan doing it. You don't see Jericho doing it. Someone call Guinness. Okay, number four. Number four is Chris is doing everything when he came back. It's Peeps theme song. Christian Peeps. You're not talking about the one with the choir, are you? No. Well, the oh. one where if you look into, like it's like the remix to Eddie's song. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I, I know what you're talking about. Okay, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll, I will give you that. It, it, it's definitely up there. I, I, it's definitely up there. If you were to really think about it, yeah, it's up there. What's your number four, Vic? My number four is AJ Styles and Nathan. I'm not even gonna say nothing to that. You can't be. You can't deny that one. You can't. You cannot. That that is the theme that made him who he is. Right. That's what I mean. That's yeah. It's star. I look at AJ Styles, and I just think of him as you know the phenomenal one in TNA wrestling. Not the, the phenomenal that he's being portrayed as right now. The guy who did things that I, I, I still to this day I still find amazing for someone to just do. I, 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 I think he still might be the only person I've really seen do spiral tap. I miss that very much. So I do. I miss that. I, I've seen other wrestlers do similar, but he did it in a way that was just. This gracefully, I mean, just he was the creator of it, and, and and he never hit it perfectly. That's what made me laugh. Like, how do you never hit that move? You hit it perfectly one time, and it was on Jerry Lynn. Other than that, you've never hit that move perfectly. Uh, I was throwing a flag on that. What about when he won the title against Jeff Jarrett when Tito Ortiz was the referee? And he still did it, he, like, he still did it. It was just so off axis. It's like he spin and like. I think he hit Jarrett with his thigh. And I'm like, you just, you just damn, you don't hit that damn thing right. Well, he got knocked out by Ortiz first. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, he did. Also, did he get the pounce by Monty Brown as well? 
Yeah, please don't yeah. remind me of Monty Brown. I'm still mad at WWE for that one. Monty Brown reminds me of Big E. I'm sorry. Monty Brown was just huge for no damn reason. Just like a lot of WWE wrestlers. No, but he was like, how are you that fucking big, that damn good at wrestling? You have, at one time, you had the most feared move in wrestling because you literally were someone in professional football. But you're not never a world champion. Why be with the, the world? Why be a world champion when you're with the world champion? Yeah, but that's like Brock, though. It's like we all know. Like the video I sent you is like Brock's debut. The the power bombs he gave Spike W, and the F five that he gave gave Maven is like. Can you not not see Brock Lesnar not being WWE champion? Anywhere in his career, just being that damn strong, that damn powerful. Yes, I can. Because we had, we've always had a wrestler that was big. It's like Waldo and AEW. Yeah, but you also got to remember, like this is a Brock Lesnar. I know KBG can agree with me too. This is a Brock Lesnar that took a steel chair shot to the head and shrugged it off. But. There's nothing that, that's that that I don't care what you say, Vic. That's that that's scary as hell. He took a, a steel chair shot that echoed through the whole damn arena from Jeff Hardy and didn't fall and just shrugged it off like he, he like he sneezed. Well, it was with Jeff Hardy. What do you expect if now Jeff Hardy had his theme on his favorite? <laughs> then maybe Grant Buzzer would have gone down. I don't know. Yeah, but like you gotta remember, Jeff Hardy can swing a chair. He can swing the hell out of a chair. I'll put Jeff Hardy in my top ten people who can swing a chair. Because when he hit Brock Lesnar, he he put some swing. He he put a he put a old school Derek Jeter swing into that. Like he put hips into that. He put he put number arm in that. Uh-huh. What are we up to now? My number, my number four. My number four. I walk alone, Batista. I'm sorry. It has to be. It it it's damn sure up in there. It, it has to be. It has to be. That's a good one. I forgot about that. KPG thoughts. Michael. Um. Yeah. I'll, I'll, that's accurate. Number four. I, I really enjoyed that theme song. Like, there, there's, I, I don't know if we can all agree to it, but there's always been at least one time where we've done that intro part at the same time, done that that loud ass saliva scream. At least once. I have. I I, I very much have. I'll send you the video of Xavier Woods doing it. It's the funniest damn thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, I learned yeah. yesterday. I learned yesterday not to admit things like that because I admitted yesterday about yeah when we were kids we all we all did the bushwhacker you know strut and I got my balls busted for it. Oh no, fuck! I did that. Exactly. I still did the strut today. I'm pretty sure me and KPG were kids. We were doing, we at least did this, the Vince McMahon walk at least once or twice, just for the fun of it. Vince McMahon walk, you had to do. Yeah, I agree. 
just just being a dick. Like you got a hundred on a test, you just walked in there. Like I'm the only one with a hundred on a test. Hmm. You got that much money, you know. <laughs> I mean, no matter no matter what I say about WWE, Vince is loaded. I would not deny that. Number three, KPG. Um, you think you know me, Ed? Ooh, the, the OG one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When we got that pop from at the Royal Rumble, they had, that gave me chills. He had the newer one though. What didn't he? No, no. Well, What's the you, break one then? You talking about Mel Vegas, or you talking about like the OG? Him coming through the him coming through the audience. You think you know? I mean, the um the new one. Yeah, Mel Vegas. Yeah. All right, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Gotta, for a band to literally give him give their give one of their songs to. To him, use to his leisure wherever he goes. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, I agree. But not not the original Edge theme, but the newer one, definitely. I mean, he said it himself, and I mean, you gotta agree to a to a to a certain extent. He may have. The best theme song in WWE history that hadn't came in house. In some now shape, form, or fashion. You see, so a part of me says no, and part of me is saying, like, yeah, I see your point. Because, like, we would have heard Roland anyway, because it's like, it's. It's running that time. Limp Biscuit was was getting hot as hell, so we would have heard that anyway. We really would have never heard that, especially knowing that the guy. That's why KBG likes that song because his biscuit is limp, so he likes Limp Biscuit. My biscuit was a two lift. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I don't want to get canceled. I want to. I want to be the next season. If I if I take a jab at you, KPG, you have every right to defend yourself. No, no, you told me to calm down the jokes. So, hey, very soon we'll figure out a date, and you, Mr. Marcus, is going to do an episode. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna save that joke for the fucking show we do. And you can roast me all you want because it will be your show. My number three, I've already said earlier, is it's rolling. It, it, I'm sorry. The moment you hear that gong, and the yeah. moment you see him come out on that motorcycle. Yeah, it's about to be some shit. I, I enjoy American Badass. I enjoy Undertaker, period. He's my, he's my number one wrestler of all time, Undertaker. 30 years in the business. Blood, of, sweat, and tears. Of all the yeah, of all the characters that the, that Mark Calloway has played, the Undertaker American badass version of himself to me was was the best. It was him, 
but people still feared him. Where it's like, well, he's not a dead guy anymore. He's like a, a human dude, but he actually may be twice as worse because he doesn't really care anymore now. A guy that size. I don't care who you are. If you're coming after me, I will shit myself. And he did introduce one of the best power bombs of all time. Well, that's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, yeah, okay. He's the only one I think can really do it. Kane, he tried to teach Kane to do it, and Kane couldn't even really do it because he wasn't as strong as his brother. Even today, I think there's only one person who who, who can do it today, and that's uh, Kota Ibushi. That's because we all know Kota Ibushi's fucking legs and arms is strong as hell for no damn reason. Yeah. Especially for someone who's close to 40. Vic, what's number three? Steroids are a hell hell of a drug. Um, My number three is evolution. I mean, that's definitely my number three. I mean, again, like, Still, that, that's one of. Give Hunter credit for his friendship with Lemmy. Yeah, sure. And you're friends with Lemmy. Lemmy from fucking Motorhead. You can just ask him to do it. Hey, Lemmy, can you do a theme song for me? Yeah, sure. How much it costs? Yeah, it's on me. Don't worry about it. Number two. Number two is CM Punk. CM Punk. This fire burns. KPG, you and I are so close, so close. It is CM Punk for my number two, but it's the cult of personality. Yeah. I love this fire burns very, very much so. But I do too. Like, I think ever since that, 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 that moment where we first heard it and we were all, I think it was Outside of Ring of Honor, the first time we heard it in WWE, we were all confused. A lot of people were confused as hell. Like, what the hell? Jonathan is still in the ring. Why, why the hell is Living Color playing? Especially seeing that, like, right now. You, you got you to admit, he got a pretty sweet deal from Living Color. Yeah. Yeah, he got the rights to the original song to use whenever he feels like it, whenever he sees fit to use it wherever he wants to use it. Smart man. To the, to the point where Living Color literally did a, a cover of that of their own song. And that's, that's the version you hear nowadays. You hear the cover. You don't hear the original version anymore because he owns it. Or he owns fifty percent of it. Excuse me. He he owns that motherfucker. Yes, I own there. I own you. I own your name. I own all that finance. I'm sorry. <laughs> and my number one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because Dick didn't do his number two. I didn't do my, my number two. He said close personality. Oh, great. Okay. My number two. I'm actually going AEW right now. Uh-oh. My number two 
is Kenny Omega's theme song in AEW right now. Right now. Battle Cry is one of those songs where it's like the moment you hear it, you can't not not get it out of your head. You can't. Good point. Very good point. That's a good one. Especially seeing like the first time I heard it was during AEW's very first pay-per-view. When Chris Jericho is in the ring and he's just jamming along to the song too, it has to be. It, it has to be. It, it definitely has to be a, a classic now. Because that's the first time we heard we ever heard that song, and then all of a sudden it's like Chris Jericho's banging to it. The fans are banging to it. It, it. It's one of those songs now where it's like, at this present point in time, on my phone, it is the most played song on my phone right now. And then number two is not even close to it. Battle Cry sits at, what, 35% of the, of the time being played on my phone. The closest song to that is like 22 Before, before we get into number one, honorable mention. Anybody? Uh, we're doing number one? No, honorable mention before we hit number one. Well, my number one, I'll give you honorable mention because my number one is actually a tie. Okay. So my honorable mention has to be the franchise Shane Douglas. Yeah, Vic, you got me with that when I saw that on on on, on a Facebook video. I'm like, oh my god, he did not pull out the the Shane Douglas. My honorable mention has to be Teddy Biafra's theme song. That is the most unconventional thing. I think I was a million dollar man. That. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, that's a good one. Because everybody has a price for the million dollar man. And KPG's price is very, very, very cheap. <laughs> you wouldn't know. $10 in a Big Mac. In my oh, cash app, Vic. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, you, know you want another session, Vic. I'm like I'm like I'm like Renee. I give oral sessions, even though I'm talking about. <laughs> that that's that, that's what he said. But who's your number one? My honorable My number one is the honorable mentions. Make up Mr. Marcus. Honorable mentions. My honorable mention is it goes to The Rock and his Hollywood thing. So that was. The perfect theme song for him to be a heel. That was the first song. Let's get this right. When you have an entrance to your song that's about a minute and a half long, just downtown LA and Hollywood, just skyscrapers, that's a heelish fucking move if you were to ever call it one. Yeah, but that was a cool. That was cool watching his video. That was cool. And then he's and then he walked out, he walked out extraordinarily slow. He was cocky as hell. Was, that's when we first started 
getting the the rock the old rock contours where he just insulted everybody. Like that theme song, like if I hear that theme song today, I stop doing what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, I'm done. Let's let, let's listen to this, and then I get back to doing what I'm doing. That's a, good, that's a good one. Yeah, I love Hill. I love Rock as a Hill. His, his promos are awesome as a Hill. Well, his promos are awesome in general, but I love, like, The Rock. It's a shame that these kids growing up now will never experience Rock the wrestler who they're experiencing the fucking Rock, the movie actor. Yeah. I actually want to give one more one more honorable mention. This honorable mention, I'm actually gonna give the Seamus and his original theme song. Seamus, okay. When you think of Seamus and his original theme song, you knew he's gonna kick somebody's fucking face off. Yeah, that was that was fighting shame. I ain't talking about the Seamus we got now. I'm talking about Seamus is just falling. I care less about you, your feelings. Anybody else's feelings? I'm just here to break your face. And I would say he, if you think about it, he gave Scott Hall 100% respect with his variation of the Razor's Edge. Uh, I think Pages is better, but okay. Because the high, the high cross was a good Razor's Edge. You got me. Anyway, number one, KPG. What's your number one? Drew McIntyre's old thing. Who? Drew McIntyre's old thing. Oh, broken dreams. That's broken dreams. That's decent. That's actually a good one. That. He's trying to get it back now. If they turn him heel, which to me personally, like it doesn't make any sense for them to turn him heel right now. Yeah. Well, a lot of things WWE does makes no sense. Big, what's your number one? Judas Jericho's entrance. You can disagree with I think I right there. It's just the way the crowd gets into it. I can't disagree to it. Like, so I heard it, I downloaded it. I, yeah, I also, so a lot of other bands have done like the cover version of it, and it's just respected out there. It's 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 a classic. Well, that's the only good song that he's actually done. So I'll admit that personally. I like Jericho as a wrestler, but as Fozzy, he's okay. I saw him in concert. He was good. wasn't my wasn't the best though. My, my number one. Everybody knows this very very much. So this this song holds a personal place in my heart. My number one is "My Time" by Triple H. Good one. That's a word. Just the whole aesthetics of it, where like you had the the dark lighting, then you had like the little strobe, the rainbow strobe light on him. 
that whole entrance made him what he is today. I will go so far to say that. It made him who he is. That's, that's a good one. You're right. Absolutely right. There wasn't a, you had no white lights on him. Like, even when he did the little water spitting thing, there still was no white lights on him. It was just the rainbow strobe lights every damn where. And, like, that's, like, old school Triple H when he had, like, when he looked monster as hell. Before he got, like, I broke, I, I tore my quad, came back, and, now I'm like three times bigger than what I was before I left Triple H. It's them roids. And I, 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 I can personally say this. As a kid, playing the original SmackDown, SmackDown and SmackDown, Know Your Role. That was my theme song, hands down. They had all the other theme songs in, in the show. They had Kane's theme song. They had Undertaker's theme song. Rock, Triple, Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I, I said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna pick Triple H's theme song, no matter what, because it's that good." I actually go so far as to say I'm gonna say it's a tie between my time and time to play, just because they're both good. Classics. Give me that much. They're classic. KPG, any thoughts on my number one? Or he's dipped up. Accurate, accurate number one. Um, that list is number one on some people's list. Obviously, yours couldn't disagree more. Because it's like, how many people? <laughs> And you say off the top of your head, you know was the top heel in the company. And the moment their song played, you got booed the hell out the building. But you got respect for being who you were. That was my time and time to play in a nutshell. Literally. That's a good one. That's a really good one, actually. I give you credit, Mr. Marcus. That is a very good one. I, I, so I, that play, that song holds a special... That's the... To be real honest with you both, that's the real reason I bought uh, uh, WWE, the, volume, uh, the music volume 4. That's the only reason I bought that damn thing. Yeah, a lot of good songs on there. But that was literally the only reason I bought it. Like, oh, look, I'm an 11-year-old kid, and I get an allowance this time. What are you going to do with your money? Can you take me up to the Target so I can buy the CD? Please, please. That's before they say no. <laughs> uh, what about you, KPG? Oh, Let me guess. Your number one KPG is Chuck and Billy's theme. <laughs> no, actually, you on solid, bitch. 
Hey, it's a good theme. I, I'm not shitting. I'm not shitting on the theme. Mother faggot like you. <laughs> wow. Oh, please don't say Chuck and Billy, please don't. Uh, you have four minutes left, KPG. What's your number one? Oh, you said it. Oh, fuck, I, <laughs> I said it broken dream while I do that guitar. Well, that's right. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, that's right. Open. This is my own goddamn podcast. Oh, you just, just upset because I got you in a good jab with that one. You ain't getting shit. Well, here's something we all can't agree on. Why the fuck Jim Johnson is not in the WWE Hall of Fame? Good point. Why? Because Vince said so. Uh, I'll say this again, and I'll make this very personal. So even to me as a wrestling fan, As a wrestling fan, Jim Johnson is the had the soundtrack to my life, literally. If it wasn't for Jim Johnson, we wouldn't have the Rocks theme song. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have had Stone Cold and, and the damn Glass Show. If it wasn't for Jim Johnson, we wouldn't have the goddamn Undertaker's theme song. Why the fuck is he not in the Hall of Fame? Because he'd rather have guys like Pete Rose and Donald Trump in the Hall of Fame. Like to this day. Even uh, even right now, to this day, he's a Guinness World Record holder. Why is he not in the WWE Hall of Fame? Good point. Very good point. He literally has, I believe, he has a Guinness World Record for the most compilation thing, uh, most compilation soundtracks or albums, we're going to call them, that he produced and wrote. He has the most. Where he literally has songs and songs. Go so far to say he he has has a, a billboard number one number, he has two billboard number ones on his record. You're, tell us, we agree. And I'm trying to figure that part out. Like, why is he not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, Wait, he's not in the Hall of Fame and he wrote the boss's theme song. That's an insult. Yeah, it is. Anyways, guys, any closing thoughts before I get rid of KPG for another couple days? I mean, KPG knows I'm going to put the link up for tonight's show. So if you guys want to join us, you can. He knows that. Fuck Dick Muscat. He's a bitch. He's not shit. This is my podcast. I'm taking over tonight. Fuck you. I'll see you at fucking seven, you fucking cut. (laughs) Wow. Wow. If my fiance doesn't kidnap me, I'll see you guys. I'll see you guys then, because I know her. She hadn't seen me in a couple days. 
Well, I'll put the link up there, and if you join us, great. If not, catch you on the flip side. No, no game. Well, thank you for indulging in my lighthearted, uh, my lighthearted idea of the right. top ten theme songs of all time for each one of us. No problem. This has, been, this has been KPG's Evolution Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, someone's stealing my podcast. That's not that had never been done before. <laughs> this time we're gonna do it better. God damn it. Jeez. Jeez, if you can do it better, I I you said you promised me Chris Bay and you fucked that up. So I, I said he didn't reply to my DMs. What do you want me to do? Suck his dick? Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll give I'll give you oral. Come on, come on this come on this interview. Take one for the team, damn it. <laughs> you take one for the team. I have. I'm <laughs> going to let that go. I'm going to let it go. All I can do, let it go. All right, guys. I got a wife that came home. It's giving me dirty looks. I got to go. All right, yo. All right. See All you guys right. later. Thank you for coming on. All see right. you tonight. See you tonight. Later. Bye.